This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to You Up, um, Jordana Abraham. I'm Jared Freed. Such a pleasure to be here again with you. Of course. Welcome to the Modern Dating Podcast. If you haven't listened before and if you have, um, welcome back. We love having you back. Uh, the 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 response from you, the listener, has really been unbelievable. You guys are listening. You're posting on Instagram stories and Snapchat stories. And that is the way to keep this thing going and keep it getting bigger and bigger. We want your friends to be involved in the conversation because really what this is, it's the conversation you'd have at brunch that one person might shut down. Uh, they might look at you and go, that's stupid. Let's talk about my engagement party. And you're like, no. I want to know. I, I want to know what he means or I want to know what she means or I want to know why they don't text back. That's what we're here for. Exactly. And you're going to get a male perspective and a female perspective and hopefully one of us is right. This is and, and maybe we'll come <laughs> together to understand each other just a little bit better. But what we need from you, the listener, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. Also, tell a friend, 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 tell a friend. Let me say it three more times. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell them again. And tell them one more time. So <laughs> get them involved and you can send in your questions. We'll get to emails later in the podcast. You up at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's get to today's opening topic. Okay. Um, so this is a topic that we um, we at Betches have discussed um, a few times. It's basically lingerie, mm. right? How much do you guys, do you guys really care? Mm-hmm. Um, do you really notice it doesn't matter that mm-hmm. much? What are your, do you ever feel like it's like try hard? Like what is, what does the male brain think lingerie about? Lingerie is like pizza. It's <laughs> either great or pretty good. Okay. You know, that's <laughs> it's, there's no bad pizza. Like, I mean, even Elio's. Elio's is kind of shitty. It's shitty, but you'd eat it. I'll eat it. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. So, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a, it's melted know, cheese. I'll yeah. Eat it it melted on cheese pizza. on bread with a little yeah. bit of tomato sauce. Like, we're going to be okay. You know, we're just happy to be in the game. What's you know, the difference between good and great laundry? Well, here's the difference. And the real difference is guys want different with the same woman. Okay. Okay. That's expensive. It's expensive. And listen, we'll Venmo. Okay. Don't pay for it. But what girls don't, like, uh, girls hate, uh, girls, you know, the, the whole thing of, like, girls dress for other women and uh, that whole thing, like, where they're right. not really dressing for us. They want to look good for other women. But when you go, when a girl goes with, like, a new look or does something a little different or something that we're, you know, not used to, we're like, oh, this is, you're going to feel our penis get a little harder. Is it because it's it's because it's different or because it's like special for you or you're the only one who it's sees it? It's because it's different. It's, okay. uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, guys, I'll be on the subway. If I'm on the subway one day, I'll look around. I'll be like, I'd fuck her. I'd fuck her. Him, maybe. You know, like I, right. you know, I'm going through and I like and I'd say it, like I used to play this game when I worked. uh used to sell life insurance and annuities. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I did not know call. that about you. You didn't know that? No. Um, I, I, can, that. I can and I, I both can and can't see it. Suit to work, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, but I would, you know, we'd have these days where like my buddy and I in the office, we'd go have what we called a barbecue. We right. called it a barbecue because I hate putting caps on my coffee. Like if I have an iced coffee, I don't put a cap on it. Okay. Because I want to feel like I'm at a barbecue. Okay. You know, like because when I was at work and I'm miserable, I was like, let's just go outside and have a barbecue. That's what we called it. And okay. then we would play. Is that like game. a lame like thing to do instead of smoking? Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm going to take smoking is bad for you. So we're just going to take the caps off our coffee. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was our way of pretending we're somewhere the, else. Get, getting out of the office and putting our mind at ease. Okay. We called it having a barbecue. You want to go. So we go outside and we used to just and this is this is how guys talk. You know, right. this is why. You know, the whole like locker room talk thing that happened whatever months back. People were like, well, you know, all the men that were like, oh, how, not in my locker room. You're like, dude, it's not that far away <laughs> from anything you've heard. Because guys sit there and talk about who they'd fuck. 
Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. So we're set. What we would do is play the contract <laughs> game. Any girl that walked by, we're like, "Well, would you fuck her?" Okay. They're if there was disgusting animals. Disgusting. And just, listen, yeah. admittedly so. Yeah. I'm not saying this isn't disgusting. Okay. But we were like, would you fuck if there was a contract in place that said she couldn't have a baby, wouldn't tell anybody, wouldn't anything? Like, you just literally insert and leave. That's okay. the contract. And All right. we said yes to so many. Like, the the array of women we said yes to, it was like 90%. So no one got to know. Barely. Even anybody. like old Janet, she's like 90 in accounting. Old she's Janet there. in accounting, yeah. we would have fucked her every way. She would let us. Janet's just trying to do her job. Listen, her and her fluffy hair, <laughs> and and her number skills. It's tough to be a woman. You, you can't even. You can't even go to your shitty life insurance job without just without two guys, two guys just talking about how they want to fuck you, staring at you, going, yeah. "Would they fuck you if nothing it's was tough. the consequence?" Yeah. And and it's this is the game we play. <laughs> <laughs> and but this is to my point. Okay, is. That's the thing we want to like, uh, you know, that kind of is like interesting to us. The uh, the idea of like this one girl, you know, like that show Alias. Remember that show Alias with Jennifer Garner? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. That but. show was super popular because guys like masturbating to different versions of Jennifer Garner. It's not because it was like a high quality. No, show. it's because mm-hmm. she would wear wigs every different episode. So I'm saying with the lingerie thing, we just like it that you're outside of what the normal thing that you usually do with us is. Okay. That's why like if I see a girl that never wears T-shirt and jeans and she's in T-shirt and jeans, I'm like, oh my God, that looks so hot on her today. It's not because she's hotter than yesterday. It's just because, oh, this is a new look right. that I'm not even used to. So with the lingerie, thing it's not even like pink versus blue it's like oh she went with a high-waisted I'm, I'm fucking an 80s porn star you know like you yeah. know like oh you know like i've been with girls where put on a wig and i'm like oh my god like that a wig ladies is good fantastic interesting these are small things that it's girls, almost, right. it's almost what? It's funny. It's like the opposite of like a woman just wants like stability. Stability. She wants Depend- stability. Right. Yes. Men's like, I just want you to be someone else that yes. I can fuck. For five <laughs> minutes. And then I want you to hug me like you're the same person I've always known. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you know, you, I have this old saying where it's like, if you're in a relationship, I pity right. you on a Saturday night and I envy you on a Sunday morning. That's, really That's kind of how guys live. Right. Where it's like, you want to be the girl's little spoon. Mm-hmm. You know, you want a girl to like wrap their arms around you that you know and you Aww. can trust and you have dependability. But you also want to go out on a Saturday and feel like you've like climbed a mountain. So this really gives them the best of, of both worlds. So this is what, yeah, what I'm saying is that you can give your guy, if you're in a relationship of a year and all of a sudden you're in fucking garter, like uh, the knee or the, the, the stockings mm-hmm. with the garter and all that shit and you've never done that before fucking awesome wild this is a side i've never seen you're someone else for five minutes keeping it fresh keeping it fresh so lingerie like when you see some of the lingerie that girls go with her it's like yeah i get it but like you know the difference between granny panty and black panty to us isn't that big a deal it's really the more oh boy shorts like she's never done that. It's before. the style. It's the style. It's the style. Got it. Okay. That's my long right. And it's, so it's about also it's about just like mixing it up. Mixing it up. I think mixing it up. Like, you know, you know, how many times have you been with a guy or a girl and been like, "What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do?" And then it's right. missionary. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're back to the same thing because everyone's embarrassed to say what they want. Right. And, or everyone wants to do something new but doesn't know what to do. So this is just something new that you this can do. This is something new that you can control. Even, but then you don't have to talk about it. You don't can have just to do it. it. If a girl if a, if you walk in, I I will promise every female that's listening to this the the stockings with the garter thing. Is that just for you or is that like No, a, I think most guys cuz it's so thing. different. Got it. It's so like You're definitely not wearing that like like under your No, you don't wear that to work. Trousers. Yeah, trousers. Trousers. <laughs> yeah, it's work just slacks. A, yeah. I think like uh you know, we have this like the internet has given us miles and miles for an endless amount of shit we can see. And so we've seen it all, but we've never really experienced it all. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like, and it, you want right. to be with someone you can trust and be with and all that stuff. So, okay. That's good to know. Right. So what guys, do you think? What are, yeah. Is there a male 
version of that? Like, is there something like a guy could wear? No, it's something a guy like does. It's like something like a guy, like a guy who doesn't, who one day brings you flowers or does something like really thoughtful or plans like a really cool night. That's like a, or think of the female version of, of wearing a wig. Yeah, it's like, oh, we watch, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we watch TV every night, but like, no, now you're like, you planned like a whole like a whole evening and you brought me like a little gift and like, do you know what I mean? No one gives a shit about flowers. Like, flowers are stupid. They like mm. die. It's more like, oh, like. If any flower companies want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> yeah, so take you. Everyone buddy. loves flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll definitely <laughs> send one, yeah, yeah, send yeah. them all the time. No, what flowers do is they're just like, oh, I really give a shit and like, yeah, I'm doing something that I don't out. do. For you every day and like it's really it's like like you said in in a similar fashion to lingerie it's like i put some thought mm. into like making this like not just like an average i mean we had thing. that whole pubic hair conversation right this relates to that we got a couple emails disagreed with you i have to say guys disagreed with the pubic Gr- hair. Or girls oh they're disagreeing with that, a guy with that the, likes pubic yeah, hair yeah they're saying a that girl's that's telling a, a guy we're telling you that that's not that's not <laughs> <laughs> a girl's telling a guy I'm saying my point okay. with the pubic hair thing to to answer these. Women. I'm sure. I think it's kind of. It's probably like a little subjective. I don't think it's like it's it's subjective. Okay. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. the reason we see bald, that's the normal. Mm-hmm. My point is that if a girl has a fashioned bush, oh, there's thought to it. Okay. There's same as the lingerie. Oh, you're thinking of right. sex. You're thinking of your vagina. Right. I, yeah, I think I think that women like that too. Mm. Just putting thought into anything, making it a little different, is like I think the way to maintain any relationship. Yeah, I'm into that. No I mean, I mean, but also shit. like put on a wig. Wigs, see, okay, wigs. I don't think I've, we've heard that much about. I put that in the check lingerie discussion. Dot, yeah, check out batches.com. We're gonna write about the best wigs the to best wear in wigs. bed. That Pulp Fiction one. That one's hot. Hot. I like that. Yeah, men. We don't really want any wigs. No, I don't. We think don't you really do. need any. A guy who's like who like dresses up like nicely for like a date night, like just looks hot and could put yeah. together. That's like that's a. That's we a, want a, we want you to look hot in public. Guys yeah. want you to look like we're jewelry. Yeah, we're like oh, like you look so uh, yeah. Your socks look match at, your look. Shit. What I've done. Like, look, look at what I've exactly. put together is really yeah. what you're looking at. It's really it's like a it's like an accessory, like a handbag. Yeah. That's all. Like I have my like my designer handbag, and like my boyfriend has is wearing nice pants. Just know, women, guys, <laughs> sniff that stuff out. We know when you're like that's kind of to the point of like girls who are just looking to have the boyfriend, no matter who it is. Right. I've been in that situation where I'm dating a girl. I'm like, I could be anybody. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I could, I could be mm-hmm. any dude. She's just trying to get to the finish. What line. makes you? What makes you feel like that's the case? Um, like what are the signs that someone's like just dating you because they want to check off a box? My brother once said that to me. I think when he was he's married now, but he said he was like, I feel like this girl just wants me because I'm like a tall Jewish guy, and yeah. that's just like that's on. Well, the, I think that's, that's like when the only thing on the list. Mesh. I think like if you're just like, well, have we not had any moment where we like connected, connected mm-hmm. in a fun way that I couldn't have connected with anyone else? And right. it's like, and then you get to the point where you're like, what is this person? And and also you get to the point where you're like, you start like moving away from the relationship and they're just there and they don't like, I think a girl needs to be like ready to lose a guy to act like they want a guy. So I think like if a girl's like, if, I, if I'm with a girl and I'm like, eh, I can't hang out tonight. And they're like, well, I'm just going to sit home, I guess. I'm like, you don't have your own life. Right, <laughs> you know, you that's don't. what makes you think they just want the guy for the yeah, guy. Or? I, I think that that's there's a element of that. Like you've thrown away friendships and all this stuff in your right. life just to, to wait just around, for wait me. around for me. Like right. I'm not gonna do that. That makes me feel like you're just waiting around for this to happen so that those friends can come back and throw you an engagement party. Right, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, as girls, you can sniff that out in your friends too, which is super annoying. Oh, totally. When they're like the the friends who like only want to hang out with you, and the guy they're seeing is like busy. You know. Yeah. You know when that's when. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Like, you know, the, in a lot of relationships like hinge on that where a girl's like, I just don't want to like, you know, have a night where I miss out. And it's like, no, do it because you want to go out. Right. Like make your own nights. But it, let's talk about first dates. Yeah. Let's talk about first dates. Um, So you go on a date. I've had this question a lot. Um, You go on a date, first date, and it goes well. Both people think it goes well. Who who do you think does the the next text? Um, the first post date text. What would you want? Because um, I think this is I interesting. Think it, I think texting in general, like, is like it matters and it doesn't at the same time. Well, I think any, um, like, any 
date I've gone on where it's been really good, like really, really good, and it's like very clear, mm. the guy will pretty much text you right away. Sure. Like the same night. Yeah. Um, if it's like kind of on the fence, he won't. And then, I mean, what I've heard from guys is that they like they like to be texted a thank you the next morning. <laughs> okay. Have you not heard of that? I mean, it seems like a, a weird line in the sand. <laughs> You know, um, like, oh, I need a thank like you. Like, they'll know, no, or like, it's kind of like that's how they know the girl is interested if she texts mm. them first, like, thanking them for the date. Which, I, I mean, I think is kind of annoying, but like, I've done it if I haven't heard from them because I'm like, I've never left a date w- wondering where my thank you is. <laughs> like, I've never. <laughs> Can't wait to wake up tomorrow yeah, and get yeah, that. I better be have a thank you. And be thanked. And it's like, at that point, that dude's connection, I think anyone who thinks they deserve a thank you after a date, mm-hmm. their connection between money and having sex, like money spent and when they have sex, is probably fucked up too. Right. I see that. I think, I don't know if it's more about like about, th- it's like that's how they know the girl is interested. I, I understand that mm-hmm. as their rebuttal to my thing right but then i would still say dude you're fucked up right <laughs> like i like i don't don't buy, wait for the thank you text. i don't buy that bullshit well my well, response, i want to know if i can move forward my dude, response to that was like i already thank you last night yeah when you paid for this yeah for who doesn't thank right. someone when they yeah. paid for i have the, to thank you again now i gotta send like this <laughs> other thank you like right. i uh, and it's like the last episode of curb i don't know if you saw it I haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I, I'm way behind. I won't reveal I've anything been yet away. then. I, I, uh, but I, <laughs> I just think this whole idea of like when you make, you know, I believe in testing people that you're dating, mm-hmm. but I think they're, I, I believe in physical challenges more than word cha- word games. Okay. So like, I, I believe in like, if a girl's wondering why, uh, if this guy's into it, then say, hey, I want to go to drinks this week. Or, when are you free? And he, if he physically goes to drinks, then he is interested. He's putting aside other things to spend time with you. When it's a word game, I can text anybody. I've texted seven people at once the same text. Right. So what is it? So, what is that worth to you? So, but I think after a date, I think texting should be like a conversation. If I have something to say, I say it. If if a girl leaves a date and is like, that was a really good time, and I just want to let that person know I had a great time, you should not be afraid of sending that text because what are you embarrassed about if you don't get the re- response you want? I don't text. Right. Well, it's always better to do it and then no as opposed to just waiting. If you want to, if you want to know if a guy's into you, you just should, waiting around to see if he texts you. I think what we need to stop doing is texting to get specific responses. Have I said this here? I don't think so. I, I just think a lot, and this happens with women a lot, where mm-hmm. they'll send me like a cutesy message and I'll write something back because one, either I'm not interested or two, I'm just like, I don't know what else to say or three, like whether it's a DM, like because I get DMs just because I'm out there in a okay. certain way. Um, You'll get what kind of? I'll get like, like a met, like something responding. Let's say I put up an Instagram story, and okay. some girl will respond to it over DM. And I'll I respond to everyone on. Hear that, girls? You're not special. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I, I respond to, to everyone, everyone, but okay. uh, you know because I'm appreciative that they like my stuff. Like, right, that's you want my to engage business. with your fans. Yeah, yeah, and but then sometimes I'll write back. I'll be like, and they'll write something like about certain something and I'll just write back, hey, thanks so much. I'm happy you enjoyed. And then the girl will write back, I guess that's a no from you. And it's like, hold on. What did you imagine me to write? You've already decided what I should write back to you before I've even written it. And if I don't adhere to that standard, all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. So if you want to write something to someone, write it because you want to write it and because right. you actually felt it and not because you're expecting some sort of specific response because guess what? You're going to get let down nine out of ten times. Right. I think, well, girls want to let you know they had a good time so that, you know, you'll know that they're, you'll get the message that they're interested and you'll ask them out again. Absolutely. Only write that you had a good time if you had a good time. This right. Is like, but of course. Writing, I mean, I wouldn't text someone after a, ter- a date where I had a terrible time and write that I had a good time. I'll text after a date great to meet you because it was great to meet you i i'll write hey that was a lot of fun we should do it again because i need these are all if you had if you want a second date because i would want a second date what if you don't want a second date you just don't text i've sent texts being like great to meet you you send texts either way either way okay but we should do another date and i think there's a point where it's like you you should set up the next the intentions with that text Mm -hmm. and what because you feel it i felt it was great to meet someone 
That's all I'm saying in that text. I felt it was great to meet you, and I think we should do that again. That's how I felt in that text. So, like, I'm not saying that because I'm waiting for her response to say, yes, please. I'm saying that because that's how I feel. So do you so you don't care after a date? It doesn't matter to you who texts who first. I don't care. You don't care. I don't all. care if they, I think if you're if you really had an honest conversation with this person, mm-hmm. then whatever you write that makes you feel good will feel right to that other person. Right. If you didn't connect on a certain level, then your text is going to sound disconnected. But you're texting after every date, even if she doesn't text you. Yeah. Just okay. as a as a courtesy. And girls are probably rolling their eyes at that. But I won't write, hey, we should do it again if I don't think we should do it again. Hear that? I'll write, <laughs> great time. Nice to meet you. Okay. That's fair. I mean, yeah. that's fair that enough. That doesn't I just don't anything. think like we, we put all these like rules and when to text back, how to text back, how many times, double texting and all this shit. And it's just like... Get over it. Right. Do things because you want to do them and leave them at that and don't expect anything more because that's really going to leave you disappointed. It's not going to help you. For sure. And guys, if we thanked you last night, we don't need to thank yeah, you don't, again. Yeah, don't. I mean, I would be afraid of any guy <laughs> that's like, well, I must I don't be thanked. Get those thank yous. <laughs> kind of a weird boyfriend. He's the guy who's writing the invoice. <laughs> You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune luckily i found quince Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some emails. <laughs> okay. So listen, if you have an email, send it to youup at betches.com, youup at betches.com. Send in anything you like dating related. We want to hear from you. Um, rate, subscribe, rate, subscribe. Go on iTunes right now and tell a friend. Do it. Can. And email us at uup at betches.com if you have any questions. And we, we're getting your questions. They're all great. They're all going to be answered. Be patient. Anyway. Hey, you up podcast hosts. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I love listening to you guys. I have a question regarding breakups from a long committed relationship. I know how much fun are breakup questions. Am I right? I'm having some trouble moving on from my former 10 month relationship. We ended things as civil as any two people possibly can, but naturally there's still some awkwardness. We have zero spite for each other. And on paper, we're both basically moved on. Despite this three months later, I still feel like garbage and a little empty. My question sort of revolves around the recovery aspect of it all. 
Everyone will tell you time and replacement is the key, but my experiences with recent hookups and stuff has led me to believe that there is a certain level or dose of both that you need in order to really get the ball rolling on making yourself feel better. Do you guys have any advice on the time and replacement philosophy, and do you value one more than the other? Sincerely, grateful listener. I I like this email because like the 10-month length, that's really the like the 2017 length. Of a relationship. Of, of a, like, of like, okay, we're now about to be serious. Right. You know, 10 months is like, you, you know, it's two months of like, let's see how this goes. Then, you know, four months of we're in honeymoon phase. Two months of mm, not sure. And then at month 10, you're out. Out. <laughs> and that, you know, then you have a month, you know, like. It, well, at month 10, it's like if I don't really see myself being with you for like a long time. Like, yeah. I'm just going to get out of this now. I mean, we live in the we live in a great world right now where you will not be looked down upon for having a 10 month relationship that ends with without a marriage. Right. You have the right to do that. And that's great. This is a nice yeah. period of time a to live in. Three year relationship, not so much. I mean, three year, not so much, but also like at least you're out and no kids were hurt. Right. <laughs> you know? No, which I mean, in any, in any indication, if you're not happy in a relationship, you should definitely get out of it. Get out of it. No, no one really um, cares that much about you. Right. So I, I think, but like the 10 month era, you know, it's okay to have, I think you can learn about yourself from a relationship that was 10 months. Learning about yourself from a three month relationship. Yeah. Too. And, yeah, I mean, like having been in it, that's the positive thing you should look at. When with this girl, this is a, I don't know if this is a girl. It's or a, a guy. I'm, I'm feeling like it's a girl. It feels very female driven. Yeah. The thing that you can take away from this is standards. Like the thing that what I would do. I mean, like I'm not. I'm a big list maker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like a good Venn diagram. Okay. Make a Venn Make diagram. Make a real Venn diagram. Make yeah. a Venn diagram. If I was just out of a relationship and I was like heartbroken, I'm like, ah, oh, I feel kind of, I still feel like garbage about it. Like, let's take the things you liked about this guy and the things you didn't like about this guy. Put them on two sides of the Venn diagram. In the middle, put the, what, what would be the middle? What's that middle one? The one that you both have in common. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. The one that uh, you both have in common. Isn't that what a Venn diagram is? Yeah, those are the, but I mean, I guess. Your shitty qualities that you both share? Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the good times you had I'm, together. I'm doing this on the fly, <laughs> uh, but I'm saying look, the, make a make a side by side list. Good. <laughs> let's, let's get rid of that center section. Put okay, the, we'll go back to the diagram section. Uh, yeah, of we, we can yeah. find a way for that little thing. But I'm a saying, pie chart. make a pie chart. Things <laughs> make, you like. Make two lists. Two okay. lists. Two, two lists, lists side by side. Things you liked about him or her, and things you didn't like about him and her. And that, be totally ruthlessly honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, because. Not everyone is 100% happy in their relationships. Even, guess what? Your fucking parents, okay? They're, if your parents can make a list like that and they've been married 100 years, they would make that list and never show it to each other and burn it in a fucking fire. But what it allows you to do is look at that list and know how you like to be treated for dating. So right. it's like if someone doesn't, that's you creating standards. We don't have, st- we don't just come out of the womb or come out of college ready with standards of and what everyone we want. has their own. It's like values. Yes. Like what do you value in a partner? You know, I like that he took me out on dates. I really didn't like that he wouldn't cuddle me. You know, like all mm. these things. And then you get to go into dating now with an idea of what you're looking for. Right. Because, you it's know, like for- a job search. It's a job search. Yeah, thing. yeah. You, you, I went. You know, you go to your first job. You're like, I'm just want to do anything. I just want to be rich. I want to be right. successful. And then you're like, well, I didn't like the boss I had. He wasn't much of a mentor. I didn't like I the didn't, hours. The hours, like the whatever. And yeah. you switch up for the next career choice. So I'm saying to her is like, let's try and keep it positive. Right. You feel badly, but I don't think. Uh, and you say you have no animosity for him. So it's like. Listen, it could have been a hundred, you know, this guy and you seem like two good people. Right. But, may, you know, you can take this good guy and use him to judge the next shitty or good guy. Yeah. I mean, and the truth is there's no like real uh, formula when you talk about like replacement no. and Look, time I just tried to create a Venn diagram. We couldn't even yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just that you just kind of have to feel like shit for a little bit. There's really no way out of that. And that's like part of life. And it, it makes like the times that you're really happy with mm. someone like that much better the fact that there are those low points and you just have to accept like i'm gonna feel like shitty for a little bit but you know what like i'm gonna i'm gonna eventually meet someone else and this isn't good i'm this is just gonna be like a blip i dated a girl and uh we broke up on like a really bad had a bad breakup 
wasn't a bad breakup. It just happened really quickly and badly. It's okay. a long story, but I got an email that was like a read this email. Girls love to send the read this email where it's like they get the last say. And I'm listen as a for me, I'm like, get, get it out of your fucking system. I'm like, okay. Send us read this email. And I read it and I like, you know, went through it. And her basic message to me is that I lied with how I acted in this relationship. I did things in the relationship that felt like I was looking for it to grow and become more, which my disagreement with her would be to say, well, I did those things because I wanted to. And yes, of course I wanted to grow until it got to a point where I didn't see us ever being together further down the road. And I pulled away Mm -hmm. and I did walk away from that being like, you know, being upset that I would do that to someone would feel that I would do that to them. Right. Because you that someone felt that way felt about that you. Felt that way about okay. me. And then I also walked away being like, here's seven things that I'm not going to deal with in relationships in the first year. Okay. Here's, you know, here's comments that were made that now looking back after the breakup, I'm like, and this is back to the good and bad side of that, that, that ledger. Right. Um, here are things I'm not going to deal Like if, if some girl makes a comment about, you know, my mom in some way that I don't like that to me I'm like okay now you know now, in right. the first year like right. if you can't wait three years to start commenting on the family start talking shit about the mom yeah how how long can you wait on anything I usually <laughs> preempt that by talking shit about my own mom yes of course <laughs> and and let them talk shit about their own mom too exactly which is totally yeah. appropriate but I was saying you know going yeah. back I'm like Sorry. oh here's what I learned from this relationship right and I, and I think you know and it helped me a lot because one, I don't really, I try to stay away from like being that person who's doing things that would make someone think that this is going to go further than it is. Right. But then also I'm like, ah, there's a button she's pushing that I don't see. You know, this is, this is something I didn't like before. Don't get down that road, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, like definitely, that definitely is helpful in thinking about the things that you like didn't like out of the relationship that you'll find in the other one. And honestly, like, if it didn't work out, it didn't work out for a reason, and it eventually will. And, like, I don't think the immediate rebound replacement thing is really, like, a good way to go, because that mm. doesn't really help. No. Um, and also, I think what I think what we need to start doing is you got to go, like, this girl, go to your friends. Go hang out with your buddies. And yeah. Your, and, distract and your girls. And it, yeah. It's not even distract yourself. It's, like, that's how you're going to meet new people. Right. Well, they have friends and yeah. friends of friends and you have to get out of the house and play in traffic if you want to get hit. But sometimes getting on the apps feels like you're like signing up for the same circle of life. Right. Hey, what's up? How was the weekend? Oh, good weekend. Want to go on date? Date one, date two, date three. Fuck. Never it's like a formula. Again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too formulaic. You go to the friends and you say to them, hey, I'm out there. I'm looking. Make them aware. Right. That you're on the scene and you're looking. Who do they know? They'll start thinking. People want to be the one that fixes you up. Yeah. And my advice to you is don't make your friends the bad guy if they try. If they're trying to set you up? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you thought that guy was for me or you thought that girl was for Don't make them a, a bad. They're just trying to they're make looking you happy. Out, right. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarence has a long legacy of creating industry-first, 
plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Yeah. Hi, you up hosts, and you can send us UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. I don't necessarily need advice on a specific situation I'm in, but I'd like to get your perspective on a dating pattern I find myself in over and over again. Here's the situation. I meet a really promising guy on an app. We have three to four solid dates. We have a good combo. Didn't I just say this? Yeah, basically. <laughs> this <is> crazy. <laughs> it's like Chemistry, you wrote it. <laughs> et cetera. He's chivalrous. And we go on nice dates, cocktail bars, dinner, or we'll cook for me. Okay. That's nice. It's usually after the third or fourth date, things get dicey. You'll make convo over text and initiate plans for the next date, but will then cancel and start fading out. I feel like if he was totally not interested after the three or four, he would cut ties immediately, but that seems to never be the case. What's happening here? My therapist thinks. <laughs> That's a funny line. It's a combination of me going for guys that are too charming and me not opening up in uh, early in the dates. In early dates to the point where I come off as non, in, non-interesting. I'm not totally writing off my therapist, but I don't think he understands the intricacies of online dating quite like you do. Oh, my God. Other uh, relevant details is exclusively swiping apps and other, ad- app, other apps dates. I'm 28. Guys are usually 28 to 33. Typically, one to two hookups have happened at this point, though usually not sex. Also, sometimes the guy will follow up with a few weeks later with the whole, hey, how you been bullshit. Thanks. That's the worst. Keep up the amazing podcast. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it could also be like, I think that you think that's like almost an issue when it's like not an issue. Like that sounds like almost like par for the course. Like you got to go out with like a lot of people mm. before you meet someone that you're like, you kiss a lot of frogs. Yeah, I mean, it's really like kind of a numbers game. So you say like you go out on three or four dates and then it just doesn't work out. That's kind of how like, it sounds like the guys think you're hot. And they like want to and they think you're interesting enough to keep going out with you for three or four dates. And then they just figure out that you're not really like a match. And I think that's normal. I don't think this is like you necessarily having an issue. I think, you you know, how many how many people have you been on three or four dates with in your life? Mm -hmm. I I mean, I I, there's something that screams to me from this email. Right. Which is Um, what's that? Which is what? That she says typically one to two hookups have happened at this point. They're usually not sex. That to me is the most important. That part is interesting. Of this actually, whole I, I missed that. That's, <laughs> a, that's a very good. <laughs> Listen, it's it, it, it. My 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 tentacles went up. I could feel what I would be thinking on these dates. Okay, because she's saying three to four dates were like this guy is going out, making a plan, making a plan. Then he gets to a point. What she's doing 
um, isn't wrong, but like this is what guys get into a situation, especially these days. Mm-hmm. We'd rather get blown than have sex. Okay. And why I, is that? Because getting blown means we don't have to have a big breakup. We didn't fuck you. Uh, if we fuck you, that means that you're like going to be very mad at us if we disappear after the fucking. And that's how guys feel. Okay. And I've had this conversation with a million guys. Okay. And we all know this very specific delineation between blowjob and sex where we believe a blowjob is casual a sex we we believe a girl will believe Mm -hmm. this is and i'm not saying this is right okay you know in a guy's head a blowjob from a girl doesn't mean that we owe them anything so you're saying this girl's giving blowjobs and the guys don't think they owe them anything or anything I'm saying they're getting up to the precipice of sex okay. and they're seeing that the minute they have sex, they are now over the hill of where they are now more serious than they were before. Right. Well, that's actually, that's why a lot of girls don't have sex in the first three or four dates. I'd on the, be on the flip side. I'm, that's yeah. Okay, I think I know a lot of girls in among you know, my friends sure. who I chat with, they specifically don't have sex with those guys because they don't want to become attached to guys who are just want to have sex with them. Right, mm. so they purposely wait, and the guys who last more than three or four dates are more into them. They assume. Well, this is this is why kind of like the ghosting, like you know, the side swiping, the whole idea of like, because there's like if a guy is just in it for the sex, and he does the three to four dates right. and gets the sex, now he has to be there for three to four dates more. He will wait around. I I mean, the whole idea like right. Well, we'd rather we'd rather just like have him leave before we have sex, and then it's not that big of a deal for us. Absolutely, this right. is why he's. Yeah. But this is what this girl's stuck in. Right. Guys are noticing that this sex means a whole new chapter in this whole thing where they're gonna owe her something, mm-hmm. and so they say nah. Right. But I think I, this is better for this girl than having like let's say this last instead of one month of dating this guy. Sure. Last two and you're more attached after two. She should feel lucky. She could look at this positively as we told the last girl, look at it positively and say, "Hey, these are guys that didn't want to get to know me any more than they got to right. know me." Right. And you and, got out before you got more emotionally and, attached. And that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It just means that they're uh not looking for the same things that I'm looking for. Right. Which is a, totally a great perspective to have and one that she should try to lean on. My other thing to her is, what if you just didn't make sex this big a fucking deal? That's, I think that... Do you, under, but do you right. hear where I'm coming from? I understand from? what you're saying, and I think that's a male a male view, is that sex isn't that big of a deal. For some people, especially for a lot of girls, it is a big deal. I know. You know what I mean? It is a big deal. They're very, they're more particular about who they like let into their bodies, and that's not a view that everyone has. A lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of girls don't feel that way. They have sex with a lot of people. But a lot of girls are like, I, you know, I, and a lot of, uh, many girls I know get attached after sex. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's not only just like a head thing. It's like a hormonal physical thing where you like bio- biologically, you're sort of like wired to get more attached to anyone you mm-hmm. have sex with. That's like a biological thing. So that like in the old, like from our ancestors, sure. from when anyone you had sex with, you were going to have a baby with that's before birth control. Yeah. And then that guy had to stick around. So you're mm-hmm. more, atta- I don't think that's quite as strong for men. Not at all. It, if I, it exists. So I don't think like the answer is like, just think of sex as not as big of a deal and just do it. Cause like, I really don't, I don't think that that's like true. I think, I think I, I, I agree. It's, it's tough because guys are coming in being like, we'll fuck you, then get to know you. And girls are like, I want to get to know you to fuck you. Right. So we're at two totally different sides of the fucking aisle on this. I would say like, I'm trying to think of what would satisfy me. Like on a fir- if I went on a first date, if my first date experience, like if a girl was like, let's get drinks tonight. It's Tuesday night. Let's go out. I'm like, all right, let's get drinks. And she was like, I'll meet you at this place at like 930. We get a couple of drinks. At a certain point, we can go to another bar and then we go to get another couple of drinks there. And then she's like, you should just come over. And I go over and she's like, I'm not fucking you. And I go, don't worry about it. And then we go upstairs. We make out. Uh, we we get in our underwear and we just have this hot make out. We're touching each other and all that stuff. And I'm like, at least that moved out of. That was the fun night that moved away from Drinks, drinks, make out, text goodbye. Okay. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I'm saying like that was a a little messier than the, and I think this is kind of, and obviously I'm not saying like go up with a guy that you don't feel safe with. Like (laughs) I'm trying, but I'm saying like at least that was messier than, I think what a a lot of guys steer away from is 
one date, two date, three date sex. Right. <laughs> the formula. As formula. you said, they like the difference. Yeah, the and I think yeah. the different. We, you know, we talked about that before, but it's mm-hmm. like I think the a guy will break down to get to know you if he knows that you're a sexualized person, mm-hmm. not sex on the first. I'm not saying go have sex on the first date, but I'm saying if you said on the first date, I'm not fucking you, but I want you to sleep over. I want to like fucking rub up against you the whole night and like you made it a sexy thing you can have a sexy makeout that right. takes down the wall of knowing that you enjoy sex and i enjoy sex but at least i can now i feel comfortable talking to you in a different way where i can go home and fucking beat off to this and right. then be like oh this shit was a cool girl too yeah i i think there's like there's a meeting in the yeah. middle Right. Is what I'm saying that we don't get to a lot of times, and that that we don't get to that because one, maybe there's not the chemistry, mm-hmm. um, but two, because there's this idea of like this is first date and this is the drink state. This is and what this we is, do on first. This dates, is what right, we yeah. do on the first right. date, and this is what we do on date two. We go to dinner, and it's like there's a point where it's so formulaic that guys and I've done this, and I know a lot of guys that do this all the time, where they're just like, ah. Eh, I'm not going to sign up. You know, it, it, we talked about this. Was this this episode or last episode? Like a sign up for five dates with an option for five more. Right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you're, it's it's very contractual. And yeah, it's like. It makes you feel like it's being planned out. And planned like, out. Right, the girl's not living in the moment. I see what you're saying. And the guy isn't. The guy, And I think that's, uh, I think it's a guy thing too. Like it's like we're doing it wrong too. I think if guys were just like, listen, we should get another drink and like open themselves up to like. Just putting it out there, like, hey, you should come over, and then, then the girl will be like, oh, I don't want to, I'm not gonna fuck you, and then you're like, yeah, I don't care, we're gonna go make out right. in the bed, yeah, instead of on the street corner under a lamp with a homeless guy looking at us. I think a lot of those times, those I'm not gonna, we're not gonna have sex, kind of sometimes lead lead into like, or you put yourself in a situation where it's like you kind of do it, and then you kind of wish you hadn't done it. I I know that, I that move. Happens. I that right. happens. I've never felt good about that move either. Right, right. I think guys saying. feel just as bad about that. Like, right. Well, I think that when they're when they're like, oh, we can go back and snuggle. Like, no one, like everyone's gonna, someone's gonna try something, or it's like hard harder to resist in that manner than like I'm gonna give it totally. But I also I've space. been in that situation. Like, I'm the the scenario I'm bringing up is where mm-hmm. two people are like, that's two people that are actually getting along because right. they've they're on the same page. You know, if you can go back with someone and then you have this hot makeout and you didn't have sex and you're just like, and the girl feels that he's got a boner the whole night, like right. that's a fun thing that, and the guy's like, hey, I'm just happy that we had that different moment where right. it doesn't feel, and then, and then the second date, if you say, hey, I'm out right now, come meet up and you do it again, that's almost as satisfying as the sex. Well, you just assume that they want something more this time that it's like a, don't you think? What do you mean? Like if, if. If you go out, if you go back to his apartment the first night and you, mm. you're just making out, you kind of assume the second night has to be like not the exact same thing. It has to be more than that. So girls just try to take, I think, take it slower. So that, I know. So that it's not like, oh, like we're doing the kiss and cuddle. I think if like, we all didn't assume, we'd be a lot better off. I know yeah, that's I mean, easier to no, say that than would do. Be, that's, that's very true. I think a lot of these times these girls do have these like rules of like, mm. this is what we do in the first date. This is what we do in the second date. Because maybe they've done it They've had sex with a guy too soon, just kind of on a whim. They were in the moment, and then the guy wasn't that into them, which is fine. But he, I, but I think then they feel bad about it, and they feel like shitty about themselves, and they regret having done it. So then they create these rules as like a way to like sure. keep themselves, of course, in check and kind of like protect themselves, which I think is fair. Also, I think it's like I can see both sides of the thing where it becomes there's like an element of like you're no longer able to live in the moment, and you're like kind of like hyper analyzing everything. Mm. But then on the other hand, it's like if you have one too many of those scenarios where you like have sex too soon the guy like doesn't really isn't really interested you feel shitty about yourself like eventually you're kind of gonna take some steps which is like not necessarily sexy yeah to like make sure that you don't feel that way again i hear that i and i think like it's easier to say than do Mm -hmm. like treating each guy as their own thing right and um i think like also it's easier to say to do this plan that i'm giving is easier Mm -hmm. to say than do i understand that um but my point to this girl is if like spontaneity without that doesn't spontaneity doesn't mean that you're fucking right it can mean that you're just spontaneous like it can mean that you're like if i did that first date scenario that i gave and then the next night she was like i'm out with friends uh you should come hang out and we had the same night you'd be fine with that i think i'd be fine with that i wouldn't be like like and and if it's a guy that's not fine with that maybe he's not a great guy Right, you know, like, well, where he's yeah. like, where he's like, oh, why I came out, I didn't get the sex. 
<laughs> it's like yeah, well, it's, it's hard not, to know on the second date if. if but that's it's a guy not trying to get. Guy, the, the, right. But now so you're getting like, to know each other. Yeah, I'm just saying there's like a risk of it being like you're trying to like maintain that that's all we're doing thing, and the guy is not a great guy, and mm. it's like puts you in a weird position. Totally, and it's dangerous, right. and I could understand why a girl would feel dangerous, and that's true. I, and but if you do feel like I get the third date and they're going wait, no, it's because these guys weren't great guys in the beginning. They weren't right. really they weren't there to get to know you. Either. I don't think those guys are staying even if she did have sex with them. Yeah. So like, I don't necessarily think that would have helped, but I agree like that, like a hyper focus, like these are my strict rules and I don't do these things mm. is not like a fun, just not giving off like a fun. It's not vibe. a fun date. Vibe. Yeah. So I would say like be yourself, maybe like try to feel out a guy. I think you can, I mean, you can't really know a guy in a first I'd date. I'd switch but. locations. Any date I go on, if I'm this girl, first date, go to a couple different bars. Do one drink at one, one drink at the next, and and have kind of a mover, like travel with this guy. Cause see, see how he is on the road. See how he is on the road. And I, cause, and I say that because it's like, that gets you to see him say yes to you. That gets you in different bars. That gets right. you different things to talk about. You're not just doing... I have this many siblings. These are my parents. These are my uncles. These are my aunts. This right. is you saying, this is you looking, oh, look at this place. You're look experiencing at these more new shit together. It's a way to like kind of highlight your personality. Yeah, right without now. feeling like you're on this like box checking mission. Right. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some games. Let's do some games. We love this red flag or deal breaker. This is my favorite game. This is a, this is a great I've game. This game for hours. We got one tweet that someone was like, so, that they were upset that their life as a gluten free person <laughs> oh, was, that, was that put we're both, on the we're line. both out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Plenty of people out there. Pl- there are plenty of gluten free guys and girls out there who are just looking for each other. There should be a yeah. gluten free dating website. On, there has to already be, right? Gluten free, free lovers. Why don't we just put them on an island, let them live together in horrible yeah. existence? More gluten for us. <laughs> okay. So, was it a red flag or a deal breaker if um, a girl or a guy? Has a filthy apartment or house, depending on where you live. Oh. It's just like disgusting. I've brought, I've brought a you're girl. That, you're the person with I've the brought a girl. Apartment. I once prime brought a girl home to my apartment and it was <laughs> so messy that she was like, I have to leave. That's really funny. It was really, and I was worse then than I am now. Like now I'm Did doing Did you see like, her again? Yeah. Okay. And so we, it wasn't like she was out it wasn't forever, deal breaker. she was not hanging It's definitely out a red there. flag for her. Okay. <laughs> she waved a red flag in my face. Right. For me, um, how if it's filthy i think it's a deal breaker yeah this is how you live i think it depends like yeah it's like you're not in college anymore you're not living in a frat house well, or like a, is it a deal breaker for you i, I think it, if it was five years ago it wouldn't be mm. now um that i'm a little older i think it is it's yeah. like you know what i mean like if you're if our parents were were dating people and they had like a filthy home it would definitely be like a much bigger deal breaker than some even someone our age like it's like the older you get the less acceptable that sure is. i i just it's it's funny because i you know my friends are married mm-hmm. and like i'll go to a wedding and i'll forget to bring like cufflinks okay and they'll be like my friends will be like how could you forget to bring cufflinks what are, what are you crazy you're a, oh, you're a right. mess and i'm like yeah. you have an assistant 
Right. You have these women that take care of you that may they've been nagging you about this wedding mm-hmm. uh, for two months. The travel, the arrangement, the gift. They've been on you about this. I thought about this yesterday, got right. into a bus and got here today. So I would think from a female perspective, like a lot of girls take care of their boyfriends in a certain aspect with that stuff. Okay. Where there's a like I, I'm like, I'm a little bit messy, but like I just don't. Like there's something. So you to go that. back to a girl's apartment. It's disgusting. You're well. I'm like, oh my god, how, what's gonna happen to me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not like, going to get that. Assistant. I'm gonna live in that disgusting right. filth. Yeah, because I'm not. You're not gonna be the one. Yeah, the person that's like. That's why it's a deal breaker. Right, because I I could see that because it's like you can't both. Your what is your your children just gonna live in like the gutter? In squalor. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gotta pull it. <laughs> Someone together. has to be and the pull it together. You. It's not me. <laughs> I'm admitting that it's not. That's me. fair. I actually I think think it's more of a deal breaker because I am on the messier side as well. Mm. I'm not. I'm definitely cleaner than I used to be. But I think that I'm not like super neat and I almost like would need someone who was. Yeah. So that again, so that like so that I'm 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 like dating up. Yeah. In, yeah, in yeah. The, in you the cleaning be, sense. Yeah. You want yeah. I, I mean, I getting into a freshly made bed, nothing feels better in the entire <laughs> world. And I do it once a year. <laughs> so, and it's when some girl comes over and makes your bed. Yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah. That's when I'm like, oh, thank you. Does absolutely zero genital grooming and refuses to do so. So that's like a little twist on your yeah. on your bush's back thing. This is I assume you don't mean like into the a wild. Wild. Maybe you do. I don't know. Whatever you, whatever's down there. That? No. Refusing is the that there's is just the major so key. Is refusing means that there's like you're making a stand. Right. Oh, and we don't like stands. No. Neither of us like stands. I don't like right? yeah. yeah. We don't, don't like sweeping generalizations or stands. I mean, we this is what this podcast is about, <laughs> is sweeping generalizations. You gotta be nuanced in everything you do. You yeah, know, there's a little world. bit like like understand the other side here. Right. Like I'm coughing up fur balls. Like, you know, throw, yeah. throw me a bone. I think here. it's a deal breaker too. It shows that they're not, they're, they're not trying. They're not uh, malleable. Right. Lives with their parents. Again, now, no. Uh, a few years ago, maybe. Mm. Like, I need to see the plan. <laughs> like, well, how, the reason. Where's your escape, Andy Dufresne? <laughs> how are you getting out of jail? I need to know that you understand this. Like I listen, I have a problem with girls in Hoboken. Like I Yeah, like, that's long. That distance. river is it yeah. might as well be California. Okay. Yeah. I You're going to, out of state. I mean that's out of state fucking crazy. To fuck. Yeah. 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 So the idea that like live with your parents I I don't think the age matters because they're, they're, listen, I had a cousin that my grandmother took him in in between apartments. And okay. it was like temporary, temporary situation. had a reason. All these things you have to have. a Yeah, reason. you got it. You got to take into like the details into consideration. Like if you met a guy who's the president of a fortune. Fi- like, like, let's say you met a guy that was like killing it on Wall Street. And he was just like, listen, um, I had my place. Uh, my roommate moved out. Um, I was going to get my own place. My parents have this bedroom downstairs. They were like, do this for six months until you find the new place. And then I got real comfortable. Would you be? I don't know. I don't really want to be hanging out with someone's parents. Yeah. I don't. It's like more about it's not about what it says necessarily. Sometimes it's about what it says about them in some scenarios. And in other scenarios, it's like, I don't really want to be around like mama bear, papa bear. Yeah. I don't want to like be in your like house, with your parents. Like, yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> I, <laughs> it also there's a there's a thing uh, about being helpless. Mm-hmm. Like oh so now I'm your city person, right? Like I'm the, yeah. the thing that gets you out. I'm the thing. I don't want to be your savior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you depending. This is how much you're dependent on me. Like it does feel like with those box checking people, right? Like the ones that live in. I remember They're looking to get something out of it. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's like what's your what's your end game here when you're right. living at home? Like so I I'm on deal breakers. Right, so. you have to have your own end game that's separate from me. Yeah. Okay. So what about last one is uh, the person posts daily morning inspirational quotes on Facebook and Instagram. Deal breaker. Spread positive vibes. Out. Be the change you wish because to see. Out because no one is that way. Like, like, let's say I'm with that person that they're not that way. They're not waking you up in the morning and with, saying, <laughs> be the yeah. change you wish to see. That, so if I'm today. dating that person and they post that stuff, that would mean that they've been lying to one of us. Either their social media following or me. 
and I'm willing to bet it's a social media file. So right. you're just a bullshit. You're full of shit, right? It's like those. What do they call it? The flag. Um, what's it called? The flag post. Uh, when you're when you post something that's like on the side of right, virtue signing. What's that? It's a. Oh, it's like when you're like posting like on Facebook that like I'm this. You're standing up for what you believe in. Yeah, yeah. Like a very common virtue signaling or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you're waving the flag of how good I am. Right, and it's like, like isn't it terrible what's happening yeah, in yeah, Sudan? It's like you don't even right, yeah. you don't even know where Sudan is. Right, on like map. you agree it's terrible, so yeah. you by default are also a good person. Like, exactly. You know? Right, and to me, that's what this person is. Where they're like, they want to be interesting, so they want to be inspirational quote person. Right, deal breaker. What I do you feel think? that. I agree. I mean, I think it's even weirder for a guy. Definitely. Oh, if a guy, this is very not manly. <laughs> this, this is, is very, not a manly yeah, that thing. That is not cute. It's not like a strong. I'm into like. Men who speak less, and when they speak, they have something to say. Yeah, I think that's. I think I mean, that's good for anyone. It's a great quality in this day and age. Yeah, because people just talk to talk. So I think if you just talk when you have something interesting or important to say, I hate small talk, or yeah. like or like bullshit, inspirational, whatever. I think that's. Um, There's a lot less listeners these days. Exactly. Let's all just let's you, listen more. But you guys are listeners. Yeah. To the You Up podcast. Thanks for listening on that. Thank note. you. Yeah. Keep spreading the word. Uh, go on iTunes and subscribe and rate us and comment. That's very helpful. Um, consider that payment for this free hour of entertainment. Exactly. And tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend and email us if you have any. Uh, if you want our advice or if you have any commentary. Email us at youup at betches.com. That's uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.